0: Hey, everyone, and welcome back to my Blacadian universe. Uh, I wanted to continue my conversation this week on Black History Month. And I'm once again inspired by um, the words of James Baldwin. And I've been thinking a lot about, um, he in an interview, he said, you know, give me liberty or give me death. And he says that, you know, um, if a white man were to say that in America, you know, people would cheer for him. And, you know, for for some, um, it's become their, you know, mantra. It's the foundation of, you know, American ideals. And, you know, he then goes on to say that when a black man says that, you know, they're, you know, they do everything to stop him and make an example of him um, to make sure that it never happens and nobody says that again. And, yeah, I just wanted to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy um, the words of James Baldwin, um, because they so eloquently put um, the experience of, you know, Black people in North America. It's just so um, beautiful. And I I feel like, um, I hope that, um, you know, people, white people are Uh, enlightened by his words, and I, I really loved that he used this example because so many, you know, people understand those words that give me liberty, or give me death, and the fact that it doesn't apply to black people in America, in Canada. Um, I hope it resonates for people what we mean when we say. Um, that um, black people are oppressed, that there is white privilege. And, you know, we live in a world where little nine-year-old girls can be arrested and maced by police officers, and yet we're not allowed to say that there's injustice uh, tipped in against you know, black people—we're not allowed to um, protest that we don't have equality. We can't say that black lives matter because we have to—we um, <laughs> have to, you know, pretend that that's a given. You know, we have to say it. We shouldn't have to say it, but we're saying it because we aren't equal. We have to say that the lives of a little girl matters just as much as the life of a little white girl. You know, this is what we're talking about. This is what we're protesting for. This is what we're marching in the streets about. Um, and these things happen all the time, every day, every day. And, you know, the, in the little ways and in the big ways, and um, we want liberty. We want liberty. And it calls to mind um, the, you know, I love the movie The Black Panther movie, you know, on its face, it is, um, you know, a Marvel superhero movie, but uh, below it, there's so much beautiful um, symbolism and representation and the story of Black people that it tells the, um, um, you know, the, the, the representation that it, has is, is so much deeper than that. It's, um, it's a celebration of blackness, unapologetically black. Um, I think I, we, I've, you know, mentioned that before, said about it before, and, you know, in the lie, in the movie, in the, um, the character Killmonger just says, you know, that, um, he wants to be, you know, not buried, but like, um, buried in the ocean because his ancestor ancestors understood that death is better than bondage. And, um, again, it had that ring of, you know, the give me liberty or give me death piece to it. And I thought, um, I was stunned. I was stunned by that, um, line when I saw the movie and I still am. It's, it's, uh, beautiful and again again I can talk about you know Black Panther I should probably do a show just talking about Black Panther in advance of the you know the second uh, movie coming out I've been hurt uh deeply by the passing of Chadwick Boseman so you know I haven't watched the film in a while I used to like watch it all the time but it it's gonna take a, a moment before I can watch it again without just crying the whole time <laughs> um but um yeah, just, you know, that ideal behind, you know, fighting or, you know, you know, having the fighting in bondage, fighting the bonds or, you know, death. I think there was that central theme there about, you know, which path um, to take. And um, we're fighters. We're here to fight. You know, I've mentioned it before, um, a couple of weeks ago, my, um, my talk on the myth of white supremacy is ending. And I think that's what all this turmoil is about. I think it's, um, you know, the writing is on the wall, it's ending. And, um, there's the force that people are trying to impose that white supremacists are trying to maintain is just, it's, it's not going to hold when I see things like um, just recently here in Canada, you know, for Canadians listening, people always believe that, you know, there's no racism in Canada. And I think just after um, uh, President Biden was uh, inaugurated as the 46th President of the United States, you know, um, there was a, <laughs> a car here um, just driving around in Canada um, with like, you know, white Power or white supremacy, I don't even know. I can't remember. It's not worth Googling. Uh, <laughs> that person's not worth my time. But, um, you know, something to that effect. And, you know, people were like, oh, well, he should be in America. And, oh, I, he, there's no, you know, that doesn't belong here. And I was like, it is here as a black woman. I'm telling you, it is here. And also, it made me happy. And <laughs> when I was telling my friend about that, she was like, what's that? No, uh, what's, what's that?" And I was like, it's because they're scared. You know, he has to put that um, notice on his car because he knows his time is almost up. And he can feel, you know, the tides shifting, what... Um, President Trump tried to make, um, you know, play up and make flame up and make everyone that was hiding under their little hidey holes under their rocks, you know, all these, you know, uh, racists <laughs> feel emboldened to come out and speak their truth of how they're horrible monsters. Um, you know, now he has to slink back under his. Um, whole. He has to pretend again. He has to, you know, uh, lie again about his true colors. And that makes him angry and good is my response to that. Good. The fact that he felt so oppressed and put upon that he had to, you know, put a little sign on his car and drive around as that, as though that was going to make me do anything but laugh, Um, make the world laugh at him um make you know it's no longer a force it's not a threat to me and um you know we're fighting back we're fighting back and it um another great 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 quote um from james baldwin excuse me if i'm you know messing this up he says something about like how the force reveals the panic of uh the um you know the oppressor and it the strength of the kingdom cannot be held by force and so um that's what's happening things are changing and you know they can feel that um that tide shifting and it it gives me great joy when i see these outward protests and you know when I hear people whining about how you know all lives matter or blue lives matter you know first of all how un-effing original are you get your own tagline just like anything else <laughs> you just have to copy black people I know being black is lit it's what's up but you know what come up with your own slogan because this is sad right you know what I mean don't like counter come up with your own thing oh wait you can't You can't just copying our, our stuff all the time. It's just, it's not cool guys. It's not cool. And so, you know, I, I think um, it says that we're on the right path to me. It says that we're doing the right stuff. The fact that people feel threatened and oppressed, you know, first of all, welcome to the life of a person of color um, and two effing bad it, your time it, it's ending it's ending um we're on the right path and um yeah we're going to have liberty so i was having a discussion um um uh, on you know the inauguration and Um, things that were happening in the Capitol, and just, you know, generally, um, you know, racism and anti racism talks. And this woman, um, that's white, you know, she was talking about just some of her peers, and how they were, you know, racist. And she said, you know, there's nothing you can do to change these people's minds, you know, they're just going to hate because they're going to hate and she just said it's such a waste of time to even try and deal with them. And, you know, I found that so depressing. Um, <laughs> because, um, you know, I don't, I, I like to believe that everyone can learn and change. Um, as long as they're alive, there's always that ability um, to change. I think, you know, why I found it so upsetting is because I do fundamentally believe that, you know, at some point she's right. Uh, like that some people are just, they've made up their mind. They don't want to change. And I think, you know, that not that they're incapable, but they've just decided that for whatever reason, they're happy being racist. It's worked for them their entire life. And, you know, changes scary. Um, For some people, you know, it's like, you know, getting a new haircut is, you know, really scary. And for some people, it's recognizing the equality of all people. And one of the things that also came about, um, just because I'm on the theme of a James Baldwin today, was just, you know, he's basically talked about how he doesn't know how change is going to be coming. But he knows it will be bloody um because that's sort of the history of the world and i thought again (laughs) what a uh deeply depressing statement and also how completely true um I think the the fight for equality is just that it's a fight it is going to be a hard one but it is coming and I think it's I think what is so hard for me to grapple with is just that the fact that it doesn't come easy that it's not easy it It hurts that it has to be fought that it has to be a battle to get there and I think it sucks it really just in summary it sucks that people just you know don't recognize your humanity um, because in turn you know it it reflects theirs the fact that they can't look at somebody who doesn't look exactly like them and not see that they are a person that loves and, you know, is, you know, a full being that is intelligent and, you know, capable and, you know, just all these wonderful things just because they don't look uh, like them. And I think it's it's depressing that um, based entirely on the color of my skin some people will discount me for many many things and it sucks that um, people have to fight and people have to die uh, for um, the, the very thing that should um, be naturally given. And, you know, we're rational people. And I think that it would be nice if after sitting down with somebody and having a rational conversation that their hearts and minds would change. But obviously, we know from history, that's just not the way it's going to be. But I do feel hopeful that it is going to come. So it's that balance of being like, oh man, that really sucks. <laughs> it's gonna be a bloody battle. Um, but it'll it's worth it. It's obviously where we need to go as um as a society and where we are heading. And um it, it feels it feels good that we're on the right track. Um Interestingly, I was watching, um, the show is called uh, Finding Your Roots and it's a really, really great show with uh, Dr. Gates and Henry Gates and he just takes, you know, celebrities through like finding their um, ancestry. So, you know, watch it if you can. And it's also very historical. So there's lots of historical uh, facts in there. And what I found, which gave me uh, hope (laughs) as well, oddly was that it focused on two people that were Irish and you know there's like a lot of uh prejudice against Irish people in American history and um during the Irish famine they came over to America and people said they were stealing their jobs and that they were incredibly stupid and you know uh just you know that same playbook of uh what they've said about um you know black people uh and, uh, coming over. And it was so interesting because they showed like old propaganda, uh, anti-Irish propaganda, and it looked identical to like the Jim Crow, um, you know, law propaganda things about, you know, just, they drew, um, the Irish people, uh, like as apes and you know very similar to the lies that were spread about you know black people at the time and I was thinking you know first of all how unoriginal the (laughs) white supremacists are, you know coming up with the same thing it's like you know dusting off an old (laughs) old paper um, and like putting a new title on it trying to type up a few new words and being like okay okay we got a show Uh, this is new um it's not it's just the same lies you know the same unoriginal story of why they deserve uh to be treated poorly is because you know they aren't um equal to white people and um so yeah completely stupid and depressing and awful but also i thought you know um that it changed it changed um You know obviously much quicker because you know Irish people do have white skin I think it's a less of a hurdle for people to get over um, that you know they are more have more in common with someone that has white skin but it showed that uh, there's the possibility of change and growth. And so something that came out from like such a horrible um, attack on a people, it it was nice to see that it evolved and changed. And so it gave me hope that, you know, the same history of how, you know, could change for Irish people, I was hoping that it would have the same change for um african americans for black people and i thought um yeah it just it gave me hope that that was a possibility for change uh in the future bloody change um i I definitely think um it's going to be you know i I don't want to say like a war, but, um, you know, it is, it is a war. I mean, people have died. It's just, it does, it's not the, what we think of as war, but I do think this is a fight. This is a fight for our lives. And I, I, um, I think that it's an important fight for us to undertake and it's a a, a, a big battle but I, I definitely think that we're on the winning path and I you know I've said it before when I see these last attempts at trying to hold on to something that's old and I see people being you know panic and Um, you know, people crying out for, you know, oh, you know, now, you know, white people are getting attacked and um, anti-racism is just a code for like, you know, um, anti-white and all this kind of foolish nonsense. It, um, you know, it makes me feel that we're forging ahead to build a better world. Um, And we're fighting for that liberty, we're going to, to get liberty for black people. And that, you know, that's worth fighting for. That's worth fighting for, for sure. So, Thank you so much for listening and uh, be sure to like, comment and subscribe to my Blackadian podcast and I will definitely talk to you next time.